Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. G'day there, guys. Marky here, and welcome back to another episode of r slash Am I the Arsehole. Now, if you love this bloody good content, I want you to sit back, relax, chuck a prawn to the barbie, and let's get right into it. Am I the Arsehole for yelling at my husband because he scared me? A bit of background. I am terrified of fire. I have had traumatic experiences when I was a child, and I cannot go near it. I am going to therapy, but it's a long healing process. This does mean that there are certain things that annoy my husband, like when we decided to buy a house, I asked if we could get an electric stove or replace the gas one. It annoyed him, but he accepted. Other things like I have to stand far away when he's having a barbecue also annoy him, which is completely understandably irritating, but I can't change it. One night, I just finished making dinner and went to give him a back hug, arms wrapped around his shoulders kind of hug, and he instantly pulls out a lighter from his pocket and holds it close to me. I freak out and try to get away from the lighter. When he finally puts it away, I yell at him and I'm crying asking why he thought that was a good idea. He told me that he's heard of exposure therapy, and he was sick of my antics. When he comes near me again, I yell at him to stay back and run out of the room, locking myself in the bedroom. It's only when I'm alone that I break down crying. In the morning, he won't talk to me, saying that he was only trying to help, and yelling at him made him feel like crap. I wonder if I overreacted. So Reddit, am I the asshole? OP has offered the following explanation for why they think they might be the asshole. Yelling at my husband when he says he was only trying to help makes me think I'm the asshole. I'm gonna go not the asshole for this one. I do see where his intentions lie, but I think there's a bit of ignorance in that he doesn't fully understand how exposure therapy works. Now, I'm not gonna claim that I know exactly how exposure therapy works, but from the way that this situation has unfolded, I'm gonna say this wasn't exposure therapy. This seems more like retaliation, if anything. I would find it very hard to trust someone that just does that to you. You didn't communicate this. He didn't communicate with you. There was no consent in this situation. He just put fire in your face. I think anyone would be surprised and pissed off if someone did that to them. So I'm gonna go not the asshole for this one. He's definitely an asshole for what he's done here. Ignorant may he be. Now in the comments, not the asshole. He shouldn't be testing out his exposure therapy idea unless he's trained to do so and you consent. He was being an asshole. You can't help your immediate response to what he did, and if he feels like crap, good. He should. Agreed. Hearing about exposure therapy does not mean that he should try it. Also, exposure therapy only really works when it's on your own terms, with a therapist guiding you through it. And he definitely isn't a therapist, because a therapist would know that. Quote, he was sick of my antics. Not the asshole. And it's all in those words. Those words show that he wasn't coming from a place of kindness, just cruelty and frustration. This wasn't him trying to help, this was him just being an asshole. 
it'd be the same as throwing a spider at an arachnophobe. I have got little tolerance for those that can't make reasonable adjustments for those that have genuine phobias. If you could click your fingers and get rid of your phobia, I'm sure you would. Most of us would. The fact that he thinks this is antics shows a staggering lack of empathy and a grand display of ignorance. Has he not even tried to understand phobias, he has an entire internet's worth of knowledge at his fingertips to be less ignorant. The fact that he hasn't says nothing good about his character. And now onto the update. Thank you all for commenting on my last post. They really helped me sort things out. He still wasn't talking to me after three days, so I confronted my husband. I told him that I hoped that he really meant the best, but it actually made me lose trust in him, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to trust him for a little while. He brushed it off, rolling his eyes, and saying that it wasn't that big of a deal. I simply replied that it was a big deal for me, and I know that my trauma may be annoying to him, but that didn't give him the right to do that. Afterwards, he reluctantly agreed when I asked for marriage counselling. I told my psychologist about what he did, and she was horrified and suggested marriage therapy. Unfortunately, each time it was time for our appointment, he would make some kind of excuse not to go. Like he was staying late at work, there were no groceries so he had to go shopping, and I grew frustrated. I asked him if he really wanted to make things work, and he didn't answer straight away. He said that he was only trying to help, and by making him seem the bully, that I wasn't appreciative of him and all of the things that he had done to accommodate for my antics. That was the last straw. I placed my wedding ring on the table, and I left. So now I'm staying at a friend's house, and I'm in contact with a lawyer. I am forever thankful to you, Reddit, for all of your kind words. I don't know what to do at the moment, as he has set my progress back a lot but I think eventually I'll be okay. And now, I'm surrounded by people who care about me and don't think of my trauma as annoying. And now in the comments, You did the right thing, OP. I'm proud of you. And OP says, Thank you. I feel so much better, and hopefully I'll be able to move on from this. You might feel like you set your progress back with fire, but you must also recognize that by standing your ground and standing up for yourself, that is huge personal growth. It's a difficult thing for anyone to do, and you did it. I didn't see your OP at the time, but I also used to be terrified of fire. I never had a bad experience, but my dad was a firefighter since I was born, and only retired when I was about 21. I can be around burning things now, like barbecues that have settled down, and cigarettes, but I still struggle with fire itself. When I started smoking at 14, I would hold the cigarette as far as possible from my body, and way up in the air and someone would have to light it for me because I couldn't use lighters. A lighter seems like a small thing, but when you're scared of fire, and you know how quickly a fire can spread, and how easy it is to accidentally cause a proper fire, it is a big deal. Anyway, what I wanted to say was, I know how easy it is to tell yourself that, while it's scary, if someone does something with a little fire, then it just feels like you're overreacting but he purposely terrified you and way overstepped your boundaries, and more importantly, he didn't give a crap about it. And then you realized that. You spoke to your therapist, and you put yourself first. So go you. And OP replies, I totally understand. It's really terrifying how something so small can cause really disastrous consequences, and I hope that you're doing okay. 
It did take a while for me to realize that, and talking to my psychologist as well as reading the comments on my post really helped me reach that decision. Before that, I was set on the idea that he was trying to help me. Thank you. I might not be entirely okay at the moment, but I have an amazing support group who are with me. He could just like, you know, um, apologize? Frankly, he doesn't give a crap about your feelings and your mental health. Therapy would be a good start, but he refused that option. You deserve to be loved, and your fear is understandable, and you deserve a supportive partner. And OP replies, Yeah, and I see that now. I was giving him the benefit of the doubt, but I didn't really want to admit to myself that he wanted to hurt me either. Thank you for your kind words. Our next post is titled, Missouri. My wealthy dad died, leaving everything to my older sister. My mum is now destitute. This situation is complicated, so please excuse the vague title. Also, a few minor details have been fudged to provide some anonymity. My dad had a marriage before the one to my mother. It was only for a couple of years, but they had one child, my older sister, O.S. My mum was her babysitter and ended up marrying my dad when O.S. was five. I was born nine years later, and then my younger sister, Y.S., was born two years after that. After Y.S. was born, my mum decided that she didn't give two shits about older sister and that older sister was taking resources from younger sister and I. I'm not trying to defend her, just give context. She basically prevented our dad from paying for older sister to go to college or helping older sister financially in any way, along with pretty badly abusing older sister while dad was away on his business trips. Older sister is now in her late 30s, and I'm in my late 20s, and younger sister is in her mid-20s. Our dad passed away of heart failure a few weeks ago, and all hell has broken loose. Apparently, some time ago, my dad convinced my mum to divorce him for tax reasons. My mum is not good with money, and was paying her a chunk of change in alimony every month while they still live together. So the will has nothing for her except one small house that he owned in the middle of nowhere. Younger sister and I are both given trust funds that pay out a monthly stipend and can be used for certain expenses, like weddings, medical bills, grad school, etc. Everything else, the business, the money, all the houses, everything, was left to older sister. This doesn't really bug me, as I wasn't interested in taking up the family business and have a decent career on my own. But my mother apparently doesn't have a savings or retirement fund of any kind, and hasn't worked since she babysat older sister ages ago. She didn't finish high school. She dropped out to marry my dad when she turned 18. I tried approaching older sister to talk to her about giving something to my mum so she doesn't have to work, but she's pretty firm on making sure that my mum gets nothing. I tried going from the angle that our dad was kind of a predator, as he was never faithful to my mum either, and my mum didn't know any better. But older sister is of the opinion that being destitute is her just desserts for the crap that my mum put her through. I tried to see if maybe mum could contest the will on the grounds of them having a common law marriage, as no one knew they were divorced except them as far as I know. But Missouri apparently did away with common law marriage in the 1920s. Older sister is the executor of the estate, and it's in probate right now. I think that's the right terminology. Sorry, but I'm not a lawyer. But I gave a copy of the will to my friend's dad who is, and he said that he would take a look over the weekend. 
My questions are 1. Can the trust I was given be used to help my mother instead of me? 2. Is there some kind of loophole where we can still get some money from older sister to make sure mum doesn't have to work? I know she probably should get a job, but she has no experience and is over 50. And 3. If we can't get money from the older sister, slash the estate, slash my trust, am I required to provide my mother with care if she refuses to get a job? I'm hoping to get some answers to these as a sort of a second opinion alongside friend's dad's opinion, so I know if I need to be setting aside money for an attorney to fight hard for my mum, or just kind of distance myself. And now in the comments, it sounds like your father deliberately excluded her from his will for a reason. Older sister is under no obligation to give any restitution to your mum, as all items under your father's estate that were given to her were done so legally. Your mum has a house to live in. She can find an entry-level job somewhere to pay the rest of her bills. It seems clear that your father did this all quite intentionally, especially given the divorce for tax reasons. That sucks for your mum, especially since the origins of their marriage sounds pretty manipulative. But older sister doesn't owe her abusive stepmother a dime, and I encourage you to stop trying to convince her otherwise. So, your mother, who was once in a position of power and trust over a child, and who abused that position to deprive said child, is now in a situation of deprivation and need herself. And you want to force the abused person to support her abuser? Listen, you've already said that you had a lawyer friend start to look over your father's will. At this point, his or her advice is going to be a million times more relevant than a bunch of people on Reddit. Nothing we say is going to be based on one-tenth of the knowledge that he or she will have based on a reading of the will. All I really have to say is that this really, really sounds like a just dessert situation. And now on to an update of sorts. Would I be the asshole for not paying for things for my mum or letting her move in with me now that she's lost her job due to coronavirus? I'll try to be brief. I made a post about this last year, but TLDR, my wealthy dad passed away and left almost everything to my older half-sister. Through some legal shenanigans, he managed to disinherit my mom. They'd been secretly divorced for a decade and only left her a house in the boonies and no income. My mom ended up being forced to get a job, but she had no real skills or college education. She dropped out of high school to marry my dad as soon as she turned 18 and was a stay-at-home mom slash wife until he died. She started working in a movie theater to help pay bills, but was constantly guilt-tripping my younger sister and I because we got trust funds, but she couldn't afford to live in the style that she was accustomed to. Frankly, it got on my nerves because the trust fund only pays for certain things, and my mom's expenses aren't one of them. Anyway, when coronavirus hit, my mom lost her job and has been hounding my little sister and I to pay her bills or let her move in with us. She refuses to go on unemployment because she's better than that. But over the year plus since dad's death, I've been going to therapy and starting to really come to understand that my mom is just a shitty person. She was abusive to my older sister and expects everyone in the family to worship the ground that she walks on. I haven't given my mom any money yet. My younger sister has though. When I talked to my therapist about it, she said that my mom is not entitled to my income from my regular job, and there are resources out there for my mother. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Further, letting my mom move in may endanger the relationship that I've been building with my older sister, a relationship that was sabotaged by my mother a lot when we grew up. But at the same time, she's my mother, and I don't know if I would be a huge asshole for basically telling her to look elsewhere for a handout, especially when I know my younger sister will just cave. I feel guilty about the way this will impact my little sister, but at the same time, I've told her mum isn't entitled to her time and money either. I'm gonna go with not the asshole for this one. It's obvious you can't touch the trust funds. It's more than obvious to me that your mum should go on unemployment and has to either deal with the cards she's been given or find another avenue. Because guilt tripping you guys and trying to get you guys to fund her lifestyle isn't the go. So I'm gonna go not the asshole for this one. Now in the comments, not the asshole. If you want to help your mother without using your trust funds, keep trying to encourage her to utilize the resources that are out there for those without a job in this crisis. Not the asshole, your therapist is spot on. Your mum has options and should not be living off you when she doesn't have to. If she was a better person, I probably would have said you're the asshole. I would talk to your sister about this before making a decision so it doesn't hurt her if you can avoid that. Not the asshole. As you said yourself, there are resources your mum could use, but she refuses to out of pride. You should protect your relationship with your older sister without your mum interfering. As for your younger sister, maybe she needs to learn what her limit is concerning your mum using her funds. Giving your mum money will only convince her that your sister and yourself owe her that money. It will certainly not make her stop mooching off of your trust funds. Our next post is titled, Am I the asshole for flipping out of my fiancé for cancelling all the vegan food options from our wedding food menu behind my back? My fiancé, 31 male, and I, 25 female, are getting married soon. There wasn't much that we disagreed on during the wedding planning except for food. Me and my family are vegans, and there are so many reasons why we chose this lifestyle, and one of them being that we have a history of health issues. My fiancé and his family are the complete opposite. They are hardcore meat eaters, which is fine by me, obviously. However, when deciding on the wedding food menu, I wanted to add four to five vegan options. My fiancé and his mum objected, saying that it was a waste of money over the food that isn't real food. They also argued that this would be offensive for their guests, and suggested my vegan options just be the good old salads and appetizers. His mum wanted cupcakes, lol. I said no because for one, it's me and my family who is paying, and two, I want to make my guests feel welcome and not be treated as second-class citizens by being served salad. My fiancé made a face and said, isn't that what vegans eat? I refused to argue about it and said that it was final. 
the other day, I found out that he had cancelled all the vegan options and taken them off the menu completely and behind my back. I was seething. I called him at work, but he kept hanging up on me. I went straight to his workplace and confronted him there and flipped out on him. He was stunned to see me. He at first said that it was his mum's idea and then told me to go home because I was making a scene at the office. The fight continued at home and he defended himself by saying that I sort of made him resort to doing this after I kept brushing off his thoughts and input and refusing to accommodate his family. But there were plenty of meat options. Why can't I get four to five vegan options when I'm paying for it? He yelled that it was his wedding too, not my family's. My family said that it was fine and they'll figure it out and told me to let it go, but I refused. Am I the asshole for putting my foot down on this? No, I don't think you're an asshole for putting your foot down on this. If he's not going to pay for it and he's not communicating with you, he has no business in making unilateral decisions for the wedding. I think he more than deserved you going to tear him apart at work because he ignored you and intentionally tried to get out of this situation. Does he think that you're just going to sit down and take it? I don't understand. Of course, it is his wedding too and not your family's, but that doesn't mean that he cancels the four to five vegan options available. That to me isn't your family taking over the wedding and stopping anything that him and his family want at the wedding. This story really gives me pause the wedding vibes and sort this out first, but that's just peak Reddit commentary, isn't it? I'm going with not the asshole for this one. I'm on your side. Now in the comments, not the asshole, and for the love of God, don't marry this man. I'm on my knees begging her to see the giant red flags. Yes, marinara flags all over. Good thing they're vegan. I mean, it's like they're militantly meat-focused. My family and I all love meat. We come from a large Texan family after all, but we've never refused to accommodate a guest, and plenty of the stuff we make for ourselves was already vegan before we even worried about it. It's not really about the meat, it's about control. It was never about the money. <laughs> it was about sending a message. I'm the Joker, baby. Bingo. If this marriage happens, OP will be back here in less than a year, complaining about how the dear husband put his mom ahead of her. I hope you're okay with mother-in-law in the delivery room when you have children. Not the asshole, but this is about more than a menu. Not the asshole. So he, one, has no clue what vegans actually eat and no interest in learning. Two, believes having food for your family is offensive to theirs, while having no food for your family is perfectly fine. Three, doesn't respect your input and your money. Four, makes decisions about matters important to you behind your back. And five, either can't stand up to his mom or uses her as his scapegoat. That's a lot of things to be really angry about. Why are you marrying this guy again? If she marries this guy, she'll end up looking back at this moment, realizing that it should have been her sign to run. If she married this guy, she'll find a lot of the vegan food she keeps at the house suddenly goes missing, and he'll start substituting meat in her meals without her knowledge to show her how this really isn't a big deal. Not the asshole. Are you sure you want to marry this man and his family? They have no respect at all for you and yours. And OP replies, Frankly, I have no idea why his mom feels so strongly about getting involved. I only included her in the wedding planning only because I respect her. But I guess it's like they say, give an inch and they'll take a mile.
this isn't the only thing in your marriage that she will feel the need to get involved in. It doesn't just happen at the wedding. Additionally, your husband has made it clear that he is always going to side with his mother and not stand up for you, which he should do. And now onto the update. So, his mum messaged me earlier trying to get me to listen to what she had to say after I kept ignoring her phone calls. She sent long walls of text just to address what I did at her son's workplace, calling it all kinds of stuff from immature to unhinged. She then went to explain how she's noticed that me and my family kept acting dismissive of her son's input and contributions to the wedding. She said that she noticed my behavior towards him and her entire family and wanted to speak up earlier, but didn't and tried to keep the peace. She then went on to address the food menu issue and denied her involvement in the cancellation of the vegan option, but that didn't mean she doesn't support her son's decision. Moreover, she thought that it was so responsible of him to make that move because of my continual refusal to see how this stuff is a waste of money. She also pointed out how I kept saying I paid for it and said that technically this isn't just my money. It's mine and his because we're getting married and she suggested that I wisen up and get rid of my money I paid for it mentality. She finally mentioned how bad this whole situation is making me look and said that she and her son had already offered a number of compromises that I chose to brush off and decided to make it my weird hill to die on. She said that not only her son is upset, but she and the family are as well after hearing about it and suggested that I just agree on their compromise and be done with it. This pissed me off beyond belief and I responded by letting her know that I'm still standing my ground on this even if I'll have to call the whole wedding off because of it. Honestly, this is just ridiculous. It is. My mom and dad, they don't even know what to say anymore. Apparently, my fiancé saw my response to her, he's with her, and is now trying to call me, but right now, I'm waiting on him to get home to see if he is still insisting on the stance that he took. I'll update if there is anything worth adding after we talk. I'm hopeful we get that update, but I feel like we all know where this is going, don't we? Now in the comments, I don't understand how the fiancé spouts, isn't that what vegans eat? About salads. I mean, he's the fiancé. Wouldn't he have had some up-and-close and personal experiences seeing what vegans eat? Oh, I'm sure he does. He's just a grade-A asshole. Yep, and a mummy's boy. OP would be wise to bail, now she discovered how accepting of her life choices her fiancé is. Well, I can already see this wedding not happening. I hope so, because the cancellations will be cheaper and less painful than dealing with divorce and bullcrap of the ex and his family. That family is so carnivorous, they'd eat the first baby just for the principle of it. Like, why would you waste money on breast milk when we can just feed you to the child? <laughs> what? What's wrong with you? How do you think of that? That was a giant wall of text of, why are you still together and getting married? While he's sitting right next to his mummy reading the text and the responses. I seriously don't understand how these people even get to the stage of planning a wedding. That entire post was the kind of thing you realize on the first or second date that it won't work. I think some people feel that once you get married, you submit to the spouse and do things their way. While you're dating, it's whatever, but once you're married, things change. Usually the husband and their family getting their way. This isn't even about the food. There is meat. 
This is about not accepting other people's lifestyle choices and shoving yours down their throat, that's what she said. I hope OP doesn't marry into this family. If she does, I hope she knows there's a Just No Mother-in-Law subreddit. I think she's going to spend a lot of time there. I don't get why she's marrying this guy. She's vegan and apparently he thinks that all she eats is salad. He doesn't even know what his fiance eats. That is so weird. And if you don't know your fiance well enough to know what they eat, then you shouldn't be marrying them. He also thinks it's a good compromise for his fiance to only eat salad at their wedding. He's already crossed lines. She shouldn't be attempting to fix this, but should just call off the wedding. Why is she not pointing out to him and his mother that what they are doing is preventing her from having a decent meal at her own wedding? That they are purposefully excluding her entirely from the meal, and that is not okay. Anyway guys, I do hope you enjoyed this one. As always, I do hope you have a good day, night, sleep, or whatever you're up to, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 